You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. That was going in. In tight, Huberdeau trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Good morning. Thursday. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan. We, we're, we're counting now Canada-Morocco. One hour and 58 minutes to kick off. As Canada looking for a result at the World Cup. I know there's probably a lot of... A lot of pessimism now surrounding this Canadian men's national soccer team. Maybe a lot of bitterness, a lot of sadness. But if Canada gets a result today, that's a big deal. And this is this is this tournament's always been about four years from now when we're the hosts along with the United States and Mexico. Like my my two soccer experts, the footy experts we have on this show. Yeah. Well, you included, so three soccer. Oh, I'm dialed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh producer Patrick Dumont uh-huh. and technical director Alex Brody. A result is a big deal today. A point is great because they've never had one at one of these things before. Yes. So we'll take that. They also want to maybe mess with Morocco. But, I mean, this is this is still this is yeah. still a good squad. I think expectations needed to be tempered. And I think a lot of the bandwagoners found out quick there on Sunday. Yeah, soccer's hard. And winning at this <laughs> tournament's really hard. Oh, yeah. Like, Alex, even scoring that goal against Croatia was a big deal. Yeah, no, it's for Canada, like, although they're not playing for a placement, they're still... So much to play for this game. And yeah. They'll want to bring it home, for sure. Okay, now, you want to get spicy soccer takes? Yeah. Maddie, oh, yeah. Maddie, you love spicy yeah, soccer Yeah, give it to me, baby. Let's go. Is this the final game John Herdman will be in charge of Canada's men's national soccer team? No. Okay. I think the, he said it yesterday. He's pioneering something here, and I think he wants to see it yeah, out and get it to 2026. Okay, but if, but if somebody comes calling for a job from... That's what uh, I mean. Yeah. Somebody in the Prem gives him a call, he's going. But even like... Uh, like, Yeah, we'll see how he likes, if he wants to coach a club, or maybe he just feels like he's an international guy. But I, I always thought, hey, a good result from here, and, you know, those bigger nations, they can come tempting, and they can come paying. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the Canadian... So, Alex, you're saying no or yes? This is his final match as manager. Oh, I don't think so. I think he's just so committed to this program and developing soccer. I think he's at least country. got the 2026 run in him. I thought oh. that quote was a little bit more open-ended than I think a lot of Canadian fans would have liked. I don't, doubt, yesterday. I don't doubt he'll go to club soccer eventually. Like, he's... There's, there's probably offers for him right now. Let's be real. But Okay. I think that's fair. And again, something that we, I don't think, has been talked about enough or at all, uh, maybe with us, is a lot of these Canadian guys, this is such an enormous stage. Uh, jobs are at stake here for these guys to potentially go to bigger clubs and make more money. So this means a lot to these guys today, too. Like, this isn't just, let's get Canada a result, let's show off in front of the world, and maybe I can go play at a bigger club and make some more dough. It's not just one game. Like, this is a, it's the world stage. It's the biggest stage of all for the sport. You want to get some eyeballs on you. And obviously today you get the, the two games at the same time, but I still think that no matter what, there's going to be a lot of people watching this game and a lot of opportunity for players to just go out and, and try and make a name. Uh, real quick, too, because we got lots of flame stuff to mm. get to. Yeah, uh, Gentlemen, who wins between Croatia and Belgium today? 
I think Croatia. Mm, okay. I'll go Belgium. Mm. You like waffles? Huge fan. Okay. Unbelievably Daddy huge Dumal fan. Daddy wins this match today. Checker boards will take it. Mm. Okay. Should be very fun. Should be very interesting. It's going to happen during our show. Yeah. So it kicks Third off hour. at 8 a.m. Tommy Wilden Jr., Calvary FC manager, is going to join us at 7.30, tee up the match. Again, it's a big deal that Canada is in the World Cup. We have, like, usually I say we have a busy show, and usually I'm like, yeah, it's a busy show. No, we have a busy show today. It's kind of ridiculous. Like, we have Frank Saravalli coming on, NHL Insider Daily Faceoff at 7 o'clock. As I mentioned, Tommy Wilden Jr., um, 8 o'clock, Ross Tucker, NFL analyst, the Even Money Betting Podcast, and CBS Sports. Eric Engel, senior columnist at Sportsnet, covering the Habs at 8.30. And we have, we have, to, we have to do a couple soccer reports. Yep. We have our NFL Big Best to do. Yep. And for the first time in the history of the show, huh? we're going to send uh, Brody on the beat live during the show. Today. Yes, sir. Today's the day. So it is a little brisk out. <laughs> it's a little fresh. So I think we have to maybe send Alex somewhere indoors to get some answers. Because mm-hmm. it is December 1st. Welcome to December. 24 days until Christmas. Gotta pay rent, my Christmas, I know. Christmas music is everywhere now. Today's the day. And we want to ask Calgarians through our incredible mouthpiece, Alex Brody, <laughs> what is your favorite Christmas song? And maybe sing a few bars of it. If you could give us a few bars, that would be ideal. Just because I don't know how many Christmas songs he knows. He's very young. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the new wave Christmas songs are, are a little different than what we grew up with. Sure. So. Um, Alex, I, 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 I'd anticipate you're going to get shot down a lot today. Oh, yeah. Like, you guys have got to see sort of like the ratio of like no like, to yes. Is it 10 today. to 1? I would say it's 10 no's, 1 yes. Pretty, pretty close. Okay. For sure. So you usually cobble together like a minute and a half, two minutes of con. Like, how long are you out there with a line in the water oh. before you eventually feel like you've got enough fish to feed the family? Uh, so it totally depends, right? So like for the Flames games, it doesn't take me. It takes me about <laughs> 30, 45 minutes tops. Like I go for pregame and then I leave when the puck drops. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went to the bar for last week's, I was there for like 20 minutes. And everyone wanted to talk to me. <laughs> But when I tried to do the ones sort of like on Stephen Ave and around downtown here, those took me close to two hours. The business guys, they're, they're yeah. not, you know, they're not, they could be unfriendly. The suits. Yeah, well, you, suits, you, man. But you'll have your Sportsnet 960 Mike Flash. You look all professional. And we're sending you on in the street live That's in the 7 o'clock hour. You're going to be out there for the entire hour. We told you to dress warm. You're prepared for this. Long johns. Yeah, are, yes, you, are, you, are, you, are you? Can you brave the weather? You're okay? Under, under armor, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be good. I okay. brought in all the supplies I need, and then if we do some... If I can at least, like, take a break inside, you know, that was my thing. Is like, am I going to be out for the whole hour, like, in the snow, you know, but... No, nah, you'll have frostbite. You know what? <laughs> Alex, I don't like that attitude. Yeah, it depends on... Yeah. You're a young broadcaster. You're one of the rising stars in this country. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. <laughs> and then you say, oh, I don't know, maybe I got to be inside, like, like, right away. Just, like, warm breaks. Okay. <laughs> See, that's what's wrong with your generation, Alex. <laughs> Always wanting Soft. heat. See, me, Soft. I'd be out there for the entire hour going, you know what? I got to grind this out. I'd interview people uphill both ways, man. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Barefoot on broken glass. Yeah. yeah. That's how Patty Dumont did it. All right. Brody on the beat live for the first time ever at 7 a.m. Um, real quick, too. Uh, shout out to our friends at Wild Rose Brewery. Oh, yeah. Uh, Big who, time. Who hosted a lunch today. Uh, shout out to Candace as well for hosting us. 
That was good times. I uh, had some bevies. Uh, Maddie and I had a lot of fun yesterday. Even Pat Steinberg showed up. Yes, sir. For like two seconds. He came in. Quick chili. Yep. See you later. Had to go interview Brad for living. Okay. Uh, uh, name dropper. Pat Steinberg. <laughs> we got to go interview the GM of the Flames. All right. Fine. <laughs> I guess. But he's a whirlwind. He just comes in. Boom, boom, boom. See you later, Pat. Done. Yep. Nope. Got the meal Total in. stud. Got the get Total little stud. water. Yep. On to the next. That's that's the way he works. Yeah, I uh, love me some past Steinberg. Uh, the past Steinberg telethon uh, gets going at 4 p.m. today. Did you see what it's supporting today? No, I didn't. The uh, Cold Air Hurt Face Society. Oh, wow. That's that's serious stuff. Well, like, you know, you get cold air out there. Yeah. All of a sudden, your face hurts. Society for it. Definitely need a charity for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean Monahan returning today. Number as 23, a, formerly a, known as... Number 23. As a member of the Montreal Canadiens, and um, what what I've gleaned from this city and talking to you guys, people are big fans of Sean Monaghan. Like, just things eventually just didn't work out here. I don't know the, the reasoning. Like, why why did his play drop off so much? It's just from the outside watching, I'm like, what, ha- what the hell happened to Sean Monaghan? He was the one of the brightest young stars in the NHL, a guy you could build your franchise around, franchise-type center. And then just things injuries. went awry. Is that what it was? The guy played through so many different injuries that kept acting up. He had back-to-back off-seasons where he was recovering from hip surgery most recently. You can tell that he's skating better this season with the Canadiens and obviously getting just a little more time with those new hips has been beneficial to him. He also had a wrist issue for a while that I thought really impacted his shooting, which, you know... He wasn't a one-dimensional player, but there was one thing that he certainly excelled at, and that was putting the puck on net from the slot. And for the last couple of years, he just didn't have that ability. He couldn't get there. He couldn't keep up with some of the faster teammates, couldn't check guys, was losing pucks off his stick. I think there's a lot of people in Calgary who are very excited that there's been a little bit of a resurgence for him because he was a darling, for sure. And this isn't a guy who asked for a trade out. This is a guy that they said... We have to give a first-round pick to to trade you away. But we understand that it's going to try and make the team better. They've been able to sign Nazem Kadri as a result. Yeah. But then again, Kadri and Monaghan, pretty similar stat lines this season. Um, We want to hear from you, 960-960, name and location. Uh, we did this Tuesday when we asked you to send us your best radio-friendly Matthew Kachuk chirp. Yeah. Today, because they were uh, great. Sean Monahan's held in such high regard in this city. We want to hear the sweetest possible chirp you could give to Sean Monahan. 960-960, name and location, please. We want to read those throughout the program. The absolute sweetest, nicest chirp you can give Sean Monahan. 960-960, name and location. Sean the quaff of your hair looks like you're constantly being followed by a, a fan and a whole production team. What's with the hair? It's really nice. I like it a lot. Your jawline is jawlines that dreams are made of. It is. Yeah, that's a good one. Take that, that Sean. Just, that just came out of my stupid head. Yeah, that was really... <laughs> yeah. Got him. Yeah, so 960, 960, 960, name and location. (laughs) The nicest possible, sweetest chirp you can give to Sean Monaghan. Who's starting in goal tonight, Matty Rose? Jacob (laughs) Dan Mark. I don't know. Jacob Dan Mark. I I am like 0 for 100 
on this this season. Okay, let, so, let me rephrase the question to you and then producer Patrick Dumont. Who should start in that tonight? I, oh man, I'm going to say Jacob Markstrom. I think that this is a pretty big game. We're going to have a lot of juice in the building. Dan Vladar got three of the last four. Still go to Dan on the weekend if you want to go that way. But I'd probably go to Markstrom here. Okay. But I also wouldn't have an issue if they went with Dan Vladar. Patty Dumont, who's starting in that tonight or who should start in that tonight? I'm riding the hot hand with Dan Vladar until something tells me, like, until we get to the back-to-backs. I think you can, like, you know what? Like, I, I don't mind, like, Vlad- Vladar going here and then again on Saturday. It's the back-to-back. The next one is the ninth and the 10th after yeah. they're done this entire homestand. Got to imagine that Markstrom is going to get at least one start here mm-hmm. on this homestand. This is game two of five before the Arizona uh, Monday. Head, off, head out to, uh, head out east. Yeah, Arizona Monday would be another one. But I, then again, I, I don't know if this is a group that always looks at the opponent and says that kind of determines the goalie. I don't... It's been trying to find a needle in a haystack trying to figure out how they're going to go about doing their goaltending. But Now, I, I like to learn stuff about this city as much as possible. I like to be a sponge. I just like to suck in as much information as possible okay. about the city of Calgary. Uh-huh. Now... Uh, I'm going to hazard a guess that when the Leafs come to town, that's the worst thing in this city and people can't stand the Leaf fans at the Dome. Is that in my... I, yeah, they, they take over. Okay. And okay. It's... No, it's Oilers is worst, right? Well, I would say, man, they're pretty close. Because there can't be a mutual... Is there a mutual well, respect? Like, no, there's no mutual respect. So I would say the fans don't get along with the Oilers fans the most, but the Leafs fans are kind of... I would say almost like the more raucous crowd, just obnoxious? because I didn't want to use obnoxious, but okay, I think that it's got maybe a loose application here. Okay, there's a lot of people from Toronto here that don't always get to see their team, and I think that that almost drives them more to the game. Whereas Edmonton fans are like, ah, oh, well, they'll be here at least once or twice a year. Yeah, every year, nah. Like there's usually a lot of Edmonton people, but I'm always I'm always shocked at how blue that crowd gets when the Leafs come to town. Now, the reason why I ask that question is um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of red, white, and blue sweaters in in the crowd tonight. Is is Hab second behind the Leafs for the amount of people who cheer against the Flames in their own building? See, it's so hard because the jerseys are the same color essentially. <laughs> okay, so you really gotta comb over the crowd to try and look for them. I would say that they're close. Like, we all know the Habs fans travel extremely well, and mm-hmm. you get a lot of them out here, too. Um, definitely behind the Leafs, maybe behind the Oilers, definitely a top three team in the NHL. Yeah, it, there's no other Canadian team that people outside of the Oilers. Like, when the Senators come to town, it's like, who cares? Or the Jets. Yeah, essentially. There's a little juice in the building when the Canucks are here. Canucks. And um, Oilers are definitely the biggest rivals. Oilers more so than the Canucks. Jets, interesting because they had the playoff series in the bubble a few years ago, and that was a little bit contentious. But then again, a lot of those guys are gone now. No Monaghan, no Kachuk, all that type of stuff. Now Paul Maurice is Matthew Kachuk's coach after that series. So I would say they're, they're right up there for sure. Is there anybody on the Habs roster tonight? Because they're going to be sellers at the deadline. Mm-hmm. 
Is there anybody you have your eye on that potentially could fill that scoring winners, winger slot here with the Flames? I haven't watched enough of their games this season to is, really is effort. Is Dadnov uh, a guy that tickles your fancy at all? He's got an expiring contract who can score goals in this league. Just trying to see how many points he has this year. Uh, a goal and an assist in 18 games, and he's dash nine. Hard pass. Okay. Uh, I've heard Monaghan should get traded back here from oh, the text line. I've seen that a few times, yeah. Yeah, that's that's. I don't think that that ship has sailed. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Here. You're going. You already gave a first round pick to get rid of him, and okay, and now you want to here's, do what to get him back? Okay, here's an interesting name. Uh, maybe uh, Jonathan Huberto Light, and I mean super light. Jonathan Drouin. Like yeah, Jonathan Drouin. Is that somebody that potentially you'd like to see the Flames go out there and acquire here? Because he wouldn't cost that much. I've always been intrigued by Drouin, but not a ton. Not really. He doesn't necessarily fit what I think they would necessarily be looking for on a Daryl Sutter team. Like, you want a little bit of scoring touch. He's got the speed. He's got the skill. But I just think, like, is he is he a guy that can go and play on your top line? We've seen it in moments, but he's also a guy that hasn't stayed healthy, concussion problems. There isn't a ton on this Habs team that intrigues me. Like, Josh Anderson is the most intriguing player, right? but his contract is an absolute boat anchor. He would fit so nice, though, on this team. No, but it's such a bad contract. I don't, I don't think it's a bad contract. Uh, I don't think it's a great contract. Right. He gets seven points in 20 games. He's making $5.5 million. Yeah. Speed and score. He's dealt with some injuries this year like he usually does. Because yep. of his style of play. He's missed two games out of their 22. Like I said, this is a team that's already got a lot of money tied up in 30-year-old plus players mm-hmm. for the next five to six years. Yeah, I have very little interest in adding another one of those right now. Uh, the Rose Report is straight ahead as well. Uh, Maddie's going to cover everything. Tee up the Flames and Habs tonight down at the Dome. As I mentioned, we have a super, super busy show um, Frank Saravalli at the top of the next hour. Uh, Brody on the beat, where our technical director Alex Brody is going to be out on the mean streets of Calgary, getting uh, your your Calgarians' uh, favorite Christmas song. Yes, it's December first. It's Christmas time. Give us your favorite Christmas song. Brody on the beat live through the seven o'clock hour. The entire seven o'clock hour. Handsome Tommy Wielden Jr. is going to join us at seven thirty. Ross Tucker, NFL analyst, even money betting podcast, CBS Sports at eight o'clock. And as I mentioned, Sean Monahan coming back today, beloved former flame here. And we want to hear the sweetest, nicest possible Sean Monahan chirps. Mm-hmm. 960, 960. Couple of good ones. Name and location. Nice tan, Sean Monahan. See, that's very nice. Yeah. I, is it very sunny in Montreal this time of year? I yeah. feel like they still get a fair amount yeah. of winter too, but. Yeah. And Calgary is actually one of the sunnier cities in the country during the winter. But I've noticed that. Yeah, but it's 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 not bad. Um, Sean, good luck reading your headlines in two languages. That from Chad. I don't know if that's really nice. It's like it's <laughs> it doesn't. It, it kind of fits in the vein of the Kachuk stuff, where it's chirp, but it's not really. Yeah, like we want to hear your bad, the absolute sweetest Sean Monahan chirp you could possibly have. Monatan. From the first guy earlier. That's pretty good. Nice tan, monotan. That's, mm. yeah, that is that is actually pretty good. N- 960, 960, name and location. Uh, 
Rod, this is from Rio. Sean, I heard you get gorgeous looks from your mother's side. Yeah. See, that's a nice, super sweet tweet. Chirp. Sean, I heard you're really good looking because your mom's really hot, too. <laughs> like, you could yell that at the dome. Sean, I... I'm sure that would make him feel good. Sean, your mother's baking is just the best, and I, yeah. I wish I get more of her baking, especially during Sean, the holiday season. Sean, I wish season. my mom made sugar cookies like yours because I heard they're delicious. <laughs> 960, 960, name and location. The sweetest possible Sean Monahan chirp you could have. 960, 960, name and location. All right, we got lots to do. We got a soccer report. Uh -huh. We got a Rose report. Yep. We're doing a ski report. Yep. We're doing Brody on the beat. Oh, boy. There's lots to do. That's it's a, a big, big list. Yeah. You know what Daryl would say? W's? Check, check, check. Oh, okay. Yeah, check, check, I just, check. I just went, I immediately reverted to W's. But you know he, you know he's always as I'm stalling for you he, to play the clip. He's always impressed. W's. Yeah, uh, it's the big show, Russick. <laughs> it's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. You're listening to the Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960, the fan. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. It always. Eric Smith uh, does Raptors play-by-play -play in Toronto. Yeah. And uh, he's been at that radio station for like 25 years, I think, since like pretty much its inception. Nice. And Eric Smith always goes, Sportsnet 590, the fan. Like he that. does, yeah. He does that big space, the fan. So I used to always do uh, Stampeders reports when they were in season. Yeah. And I had that at the end of my reports. Did you do the big gap? With your stamp support. I'm Matt Rose. Oh, the good pregnant pause in the middle? Yeah, that way... Uh, the Obama pause. Yeah. <laughs> the Obama pause. <laughs> exactly. I, the, the old tagline uh, when we used to do sports updates in Toronto. Yeah. Updates every 20 minutes on Toronto Sports Radio, Sportsnet 590, the fan. Traffic on the one, sports at the 15s. This is 660 News Calgary. There you go. I did that for a while, too. Really? You did the news station? Uh, I saw I started. They didn't have a spot for me here, so I was technically hired by 660 News, mm. and then Moonlight do an odd 960 shift for a while until I said, I can't do traffic anymore. It's one of my three banes of my existence. I cannot right. talk about this. Um, Busy show. Keep those. <laughs> these are very good. Keep they are those, very good. Keep these super sweet Sean Monahan chirps coming in, 960, 960. Name and location. Um, Gene and Mackenzie, you're one of our lucky charm charms, Irishman Sean Monahan. Yeah. Uh Sarah Take that. Sarah Flames fan. Um, Sean, I hope you're enjoying French toast as much as regular toast. Love always Flames fan, Sarah. <laughs> See, that's love very always. nice. Yeah, that's great. I, I like signing it with the yeah. love always. Uh, I do hope he's enjoying the French toast. One of my favorite breakfast delicacies when it comes to the weekend. Uh, Colin and Sundance, Sean's mom has it going on. Nice. It's a yeah. Sean, your mom's really good looking. Yeah. You can yell that at the dome tonight. <laughs> nine sixty, nine sixty. <laughs> name and location. Uh, keep those super sweet. It's also where you can say his last name. Sean, mom's has got it going on. Yeah, not your best word. No. All right. See, uh, I appreciate the effort. Because I'm a guy who is no stranger to just things that miss all the time. Yeah, you got to shoot your shot. Yeah, like I appreciate the effort. Because sometimes you can't hit him out of the park all the time, producer no. Patrick Tomas. Sometimes you ground out to first. Yeah, and I was runners on base. That was yeah. a bunt with two men on. Oh, good, good God. <laughs> Triple play. Good God. Yeah. The old strikeout. Okay. 
Um, we got a soccer report coming up. Yeah. Uh, Canada, Morocco at 8 o'clock. Uh, trying to look for a, a result here at the World Cup. We got that going on. Uh, Brody on the Beat's going to go live at the, at the, in the next hour, the entire hour. He's going to be scouring the streets yeah, he's, of Calgary, asking you what your favorite Christmas song is because it's December 1st. He's warming up his hands right now. He's getting, yeah. getting them all toasty, we're getting super, ready. We're super excited for the first time in the history of the like show. Tailgating for the Grey Cup. Yeah, because I, I said it. Alex Brody's one of the rising young stars in Canadian broadcasting. Meteoric, I would call the yeah. rise. Like and and I don't want to oversell Brody on the beat. No, because, God, you would never. But I literally think it's the best segment in Canadian radio, not Canadian sports radio, Canadian radio. Full stop across the entire country. Correct. Yep. Yes. Sure. I'm, I'm in. I, I, when are you going to win your Murrow Award? Like that's your, probably Edward Mur- Murrow Murrow Award. Murrow Murrow. I don't know. Yeah, the, there's awards they give in Canada about great radio. We don't usually get awards out here in the prairies. Well, you might. You might, Alex might. He could. It's so good. Best yeah. organic segment. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Best organic. And the winner segment. is. All right, uh, let's From do the Rose Sportsnet Report. Sportsnet nine sixty in Calgary. Alex get a, Brody. Get us out to Brody. Toronto for a nice little awards dinner. Oh, we're gonna oh get to God. go to the gala. That would be sweet. What are you wearing? We can all wear cover buns. All right, let's get to the uh, <laughs> the morning report. And it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by ten percent. On 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Who welcome in, fellas. A Thursday morning report on a Flames game day. Good person. Good teammate. Good competitor. So, check, check, check. That's part of an 11-game slate we'll tee up for you with a look back at last night as well. Football back with week 13. Football's here. It's like, it's like daddy's home. Patriots hosting the Bills at 615. Canada will conclude their World Cup slate. And George also going to tee up the 24-second Raptors breakdown of a beatdown. Let's start with the Flames. Playing game two of a five-game homestand this evening. Welcoming back another former Flame in Sean Monaghan. Returns to Calgary for the first time since he was dealt to the Canadiens in the offseason. Along with a first-round pick for future considerations. It was a cap-dump move that allowed the Flames to sign Nassim Kadri. Monaghan, though, off to a pretty solid start on the mediocre halves. He's got five goals and 14 points, fourth in team scoring. Caudry, eight goals and 15 points himself to also be fourth in team scoring. Daryl Sutter was asked about the return of the Flames' former sixth overall selection. Sean did everything he asked him to. Like if, if Sean had been on a, one of those guys that was on a long-term thing, that's that's a captain, right? Sean Monaghan. Mm. And I never seen Sean at his at his best because he had double hip surgery if you think about it he had one side and so he's playing on one there and then the next then Austria has the other one you know I haven't watched Montreal much other than knowing that they're coming up and and and, and sort of highlights things like that but I can tell you right now he's he's moving a lot better than any time than in the last two years for sure Monaghan played 656 regular season games as a Flame. He's ninth most all-time for games played in the Flames franchise. His 202 goals ranks eighth, and his 47-game winners is third to only Jerome McGinley and Theo Fleury. Should be a little bit of a different reception than when Mr. Kachuk came through on Tuesday. Uh, keep those super sweet Sean Monaghan chirps rolling in 960 name and location there's no chance we hear a boot tonight right i don't think so no unless he like takes a run at somebody but that's never been his game right so and i would be stunned and appalled if there was a boo 
I think I think if you boo, you're probably going to get chastised in the crowd by okay. other fans. That because would be my assumption. I'm looking forward to seeing because I'm going to be down at the game tonight. I'm looking, be. I'm looking forward to seeing the tribute video too. I think that's going to be very There'll be cool. some tears. I hope. Oh, by <laughs> I, who? I you, hope? Patrick? I love the Monahan pick, man. It was the best. Like it, it was. Wow, you're 2013. Yeah, we had three picks in that first round, and he was the only one that panned out. True, that's a fact. He was also the only one of those three picks in the top ten, so you really yeah. wanted to. Well, hit. you'd hope he panned out, but yeah, good pick, Sean Monahan. Good player, one healthy, wasn't a better guy, and just great to deal with. Maybe a little bit boring at times, which prompted the Twitter account, which everyone yeah, found I don't, fun. I didn't, I didn't, I never, I, I thought I didn't, never, I was never a big fan of that. Did we ever get under who who was running that thing? Uh, the biggest assumption for the longest time was Chris Butler, but he has pushed back on that pretty okay. hard. So. I don't know if we know who actually did that. But, hmm. uh, the Pat Steinberg Telethon will begin at 4 o'clock. Flames talk with Pat Steinberg. Today he'll be joined by Wes Gilbertson and Ryan Pike. That'll go until 6. Then it's Flames warm-up with Steinberg and Lou. Derek and Lou will have the call for you at 7. And don't miss Flames talk post-game with our boy Pat Steinberg. That's all part of the Pat Steinberg Telethon. Supporting the Cold Air mm. Hurt Face Society today. Yeah. Woof. The weather outside is indeed frightful. <laughs> Woof. Okay, no, you got to give some context. <laughs> you just can't. You just can't that's, play that clip without context. <laughs> that's the first time I've heard that, and that is awesome. Isn't it? Okay, so give some context where that clip came from. So we're doing some outstanding commercials that are going to start airing in, in the near future. Outstanding is maybe a I crushed word. it. You were fine. Uh, that, that's <laughs> what I strive for in this business. Find a mediocre. Wild Under Rose. promise, over deliver, but we, never over deliver. We have some great conversational pieces that are coming out. Some nice new commercials for the holiday season. For some our nice friends PSAs at Wild Rose Brewery. For our lovely friends at yeah. Wild Rose Brewery. We were there yesterday. We had lunch. And, and one of the lines, so, it's a sneak peek for you. Woof. The weather outside <laughs> is indeed frightful. <laughs> I'm giving the gift of berations. <laughs> Can I say, if there's anything that sounds as natural as that, <laughs> and again, Pat Steinberg is an incredible broadcaster. The best. I have said this. He hates this type okay, of stuff. I have said this many times. What Pat Steinberg does, how he just is so dedicated to his work covering the Calgary Flames, he is second to none in this country covering a hockey team. But him reading these spots is awesome. Can Wolf, I hear? The weather outside is indeed frightful. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Woof. The weather outside is indeed frightful. <laughs> Who talks like that? Alex is going to be out on Brody on the beat. Hey, Wolf, isn't this weather frightful? It's a little chilly. What are you, an android? What's going on? It's like they got somebody to voice it who's never voiced a commercial ever. The weather outside is indeed frightful. <laughs> oh, my God. Again, I cannot speak. Like, Pat Steinberg is the gold standard in this city for broadcasting. But him reading this spot is the best thing ever. Oh, boy, I think I ate too much. <laughs> you? No, that holiday ham had it coming. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I like the fact that you've grabbed all these clips from oh, his recording. <laughs> so just just a peek behind the curtain. Uh, they gave us a script to read, and it's like, hey, just read your script, and we'll cut it all together. And I'm like, well, no, it's not going to sound natural. But that's the one what are we're you talking back- about. Yeah, Whoa. that's the one we're. You? Back- no, that holiday ham had it coming. <laughs> Oh. All right. Hey, catch my breath. All right, move on. Okay. Because ah. the weather outside is indeed frightful. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> what? Woof. <laughs> Woof. Oh. The weather is indeed frightful. Man, we love you, Patty. Oh You're my an God. absolute legend. legend. Uh, four games on the ice yesterday. Oh, it my included God. three Canadian teams. We'll start with the Oilers. They were on road battle. The Blackhawks, another great outing. For Leon Dreisaitl. Woof. It's into the Euler end. To McCabe in the corner. Taken away by CeCe. Up to Hyman. He'll get it out. Maybe a rush for the Oilers. McCabe or McDavid across. Dreisaitl scores! Connor McDavid across to Leon Dreisaitl. And the Oilers are up. 5-3. Can't move with the call over on Chad. A goal and three points for Leon Dreisaitl. Several teammates double dipping on the score sheet as well. Connor McDavid with his 12th multi-point game of the season. He's now at 40 points on the year as the Oilers took a 4 to 1, uh pardon me, a 5 to 4 lead. They led 4 to 1. Allowed 3 goals in the last 10 minutes but still won it in regulation on that dry side goal. Uh in Alberta uh-huh. Which goaltending situation is more concerning, hmm. Edmonton or Calgary? I would say Edmonton because even Stuart Skinner has kind of dropped off a little bit lately. Like when he was, when we kind of started talking about it before you went on vacation, if there was a little bit of controversy up there, Stuart Skinner looked all world. He was stopping mm-hmm. 38 shots a game, that type of stuff. Last night, 21 of tw- 21 saves on 25 shots. I, I would say Edmonton. What would be the one word that would maybe encapsulate the Edmonton Oilers goaltending situation. I think I got it for you. I think it's Woof. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm. Woof. <laughs> Leafs are hosting the Sharks, looking for not only a fifth straight win, but also Mitch Marner's point streak. Six goals, 23 points over the last 17 games for Mitch Marner. Chance to tie a franchise record set by Daryl Settler and Eddie Olchek decades ago. Cut it a little bit close here, Mitch. Shipped ahead by Bunting. Marner looking for the empty net. Missed the goal. You don't think everybody in this building knows what's going on? He does it again. Marner with an empty net. Scores! Holy Mackinac, he's done it. You? Can have you ever heard a more electric empty net call? I know. <laughs> then Joe Bowen, you can tell he's a little under the weather with his voice, and he still absolutely brings it on an empty net call as Marner extends his point streak. Now up to 18 games. He will try to set a new franchise record Saturday when they visit the Lightning. Senators also in action, taking on the Rangers. Not a lot going right for the Sens these days. Fox keeps it in, dangles the blue line, leaves it back of the near wing for Gaudreau. Back behind the net for Blay. Blay near circle, pokes back into the corner by Shabbat. Blay gets it back off the wall, climbs the near wall, gets it back out to the far wing. Lingering with a shot. That's a in! Gaudreau was standing in front. 
This may be his goal. It's 2-0 Rangers. It's a great job by Adam Fox to hold the line. They move it around. Barkley Goodrow gets the deflection. That made it 2-0. That's your eventual game winner as the Rangers beat the Senators by a 3-1 score. We also had the Red Wings hosting the Sabres. Buffalo opening up a 4-1 lead. Took that into the third, but Detroit would score three unanswered, tying the game. No winner in regulation or an OT, so they went to the skills comp. Jack Quinn, the only shooter to score of all six attempts. That gives the Sabres a 5-4 win. Pretty busy slate tonight, did mention earlier. Flames and Canadians. That'll go at 7 o'clock, but at 5, the Avalanche will visit the Sabres. You got the Predators and the Devils. The Lightning visiting the Flyers in Philadelphia. Golden Knights and the Penguins. Some scary news coming out of Pittsburgh. Chris Letang has suffered the second stroke of his career. The 35-year-old Letang's condition is not believed to be career-threatening, and he is not experiencing any lasting effects of the stroke and hopes to return sooner rather than later, but out indefinitely for now. That's just a terrible, terrible story. And again, that was such a scary incident years ago with Latang. You just hope he can get through it. Real quick here, too, wanted to ask yeah. you um, on the Buffalo Sabres uh-huh. situation. Saw this on waivers. Uh, Cal Peterson? Yeah. On waivers from the LA Kings? I, to me, Buffalo seems like a logical destination for a guy that can maybe turn around his career. Wouldn't hate it when you got when you look at what they've gotten between the pipes. Uko Pekalunikanen has not lived up to his draft stock hype. Uh, although it's early in his career, Craig Anderson is the Mid-rock oldest player solid. in the NHL. And Eric Comrie's a little bit up and down and, and hasn't been able to stay healthy. So I definitely don't hate it. Um, but yeah, surprising to see Cal Peterson. He's still got three years at $5 million per, and they basically just signed him to that. He's got a modified no-trade clause. Like That's an interesting one to uh, hit the waiver wire. We'll see if anything comes of that a little bit later on today. Uh, Hurricanes and Blues will go at 6 o'clock. Oilers face the Wild at 6 as well. We'll see if uh, Jack Campbell gets back between the pipes as they're playing back-to-back nights. Ducks and Stars go at 6.30, then at 8. It's the Panthers and the Capitals. The Pardon me, the Panthers and the Canucks. Capitals and the Kraken and the Coyotes and the Kings. All right, week 13 of the NFL season is getting going tonight. Buffalo and New England Going to be about minus three for most of the game out in Foxborough. A little bit of light wind as well for Bill Belichick and his Patriots as they try and host the Bills. Looks like the field will be wet. If it rains, it rains. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, it's hot, it's hot. It's not. And that's what it is. That's what it is. Okay. Bills are a three and a half point favorite. Total set at 43 and a half. Josh Allen not on the injury report this week. He continues to play through that UCL injury in his elbow. That's good news for the Bills. Start time for this one, 6-15 tonight. Uh, this is really fascinating because we've seen Buffalo struggle against the run lately. No Damian Harris. He's out with an injury. I'm sure we're going to see a ton of Ramondre Stevenson and that Patriots ground game. And it, I, I'd imagine it's going to be a tight game tonight in Foxborough, and don't look now, the Bills have a ton of division games coming up. Yep. 0-2 so far this season against the AFC East. And did you see that report floating around on the old social media last night? Which report is this, George? uh, Apparently, Tom Brady, the door isn't closed for him for for potentially coming back to the Patriots as a free agent next next season. Patty Dumas, you're not a fan of that? It's just like, come on, man. But I mean... If it's anything to get like he bit, totally submarined his personal life for football, so he might as well at keep this playing. point, man. Like anything's on the table. CFL, Patriots, I thought he was coming to the CFL. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I thought he was coming up here. And if he wants to get Bill the, to pass Shula, he's going to need a quarterback. So, and Maybe. again, real quick here too. Uh, I used to be like years ago. I I used to thought, man, it's all. I think this is a lot of Bill Belichick. Is who's more responsible for the Patriots dynasty, Brady or Belichick? 
I couldn't be any more on the Tom Brady side of things because outside of Tom Brady not being his quarterback, Bill Belichick, the hoodie, the genius, the greatest coach of all time, he's got a below 500 record. Sure does. Without his golden boy, it's never been excellent no. for, uh, I don't know, the emperor? Isn't that what it kind of looks like when he's got his hood up? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. You know why he does Our that, cities. right? So people can't see his eyes? No. You know why like, he cuts his sweatshirts and why he looks ragged? so ragged on the sideline? Why? Because he, he's an old school type of guy. Yeah. And he thinks all the coaches in the National Football League should wear a suit. But they have to wear team-branded clothing. The NFL mandates that. So he's like, okay, you're going to make me wear these team-branded clothes. I'm going to cut the sleeves off my sweatshirt and look like a guy who just rolled out of a dumpster to go coach on the sideline in the National Football League. Really That's why he does him. that. That's right, because oh. he wants to wear the suits. Do you remember when uh, Reebok was the sponsor and they made the suits? Like Jack Del Rio had a beautiful Reebok Jacksonville. Do you remember those? <laughs> yeah, Mike Nolan. Yeah, Niners. for the 49ers. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. They should bring those back. Just real branded suits? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I'm like, in. What like, if Daryl was rocking an Adidas suit tonight, with like a blasty on the yeah, back, like a and little three white stripes yeah, on the, the sleeves, on the black, yeah, on the back, and it's like flaming. That'd be awesome. Yeah, he's got like the crest on it too, like the red and yellow lines on yeah. the bottom. Yeah, I'd get him an Adidas tracksuit. I'm sure okay. he'd be very into it. <laughs> right. Let's just shoot him a call, and I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, hey, uh, how about this? The Raptors, yeah, took it right in the can yesterday from the cans. Not bad, eh? Yeah. Oh, the Pelicans. Yeah, the Pelicans. But All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, Raptors were at the Smoothie King Center last (laughs) night in New Orleans and got their... Got handed to it. They lost 126-108. No answer for Zion Williams. And at 33 points, four steals, two blocks. Pelicans all over the Raptors. Uh, They also shot 52.3% from the floor on 45 of 86 shooting. Uh, Siakam struggled. The Raptors struggled. Shot. Oh. Usually, it feels like you're trying to get everything in. That one felt like the but buzzer was almost merciful there. Because they got crushed last night like yeah, a grape. That's a good point. But is the Smoothie King Center the best name of all the arenas um, in sports right now? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say for now. Yeah, it's not like it's the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles that used to be the Staples Center. Until the Hub gets their own sponsorship on a building, I don't I don't know if anything's going to be that. The Smoothie King Center. Yeah, it rolls right off the tongue. Sure does. You guys want to go down to Smoothie King, catch a game today? There what about the go. Sleep Train Arena? Sleep Train. Where's that? I think that was in Sacramento. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, the old Arco Arena before it got demolished was called the Sleep Train Arena. Now oh. their new one's called the Golden One Center. I know a lot of the NFL stadiums because I read them on Inside the Line Sunday mornings. Jacksonville is T I A A Bank Field. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's a that's a bad corporate name. Mm. Pittsburgh sucks now too. Yeah, it's the uh, and Cincinnati Accrusure Stadium. Yeah, Accusure. Accusure. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. And Cincinnati sucks too because they got rid of Paul Brown. Haycore Stadium. Yeah. Like, a, <laughs> what are yeah, these? quick, quick. Let's play this game. Give me a stadium. Mm. I want to do it. I want to name it. Give me Houston. A uh, NRG Stadium. There you go. Uh, Arizona. Uh, State Farm Stadium. There you go. Uh, b- b- Las Vegas. Easy. Uh, Las Vegas is uh, Allegiant Stadium. There you go. Uh, nah, Titans. Uh, Nissan Stadium. There you go. Commanders. Uh, uh, FedEx Field. Falcons. Uh, it's the Atlanta Superdome, uh, Caesar Superdome Atlanta. No, Mercedes Benz. Mercedes Benz. Damn it. 
New Atlanta, Orleans yeah. is uh, Little Caesars. Caesars is what? Oh, no, New no, Orleans? there's no Caesars. New, New Orleans, Orleans is Caesars. New Caesars uh, Superdome, New mm. Orleans. Little Caesars is the Detroit building. Yes. Mm. Uh, get a couple more here. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota is um, Bank of America Stadium. No, no, no it's Bank. Uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah. Seattle. See, uh, Lumen Field. Yeah. Uh, Giants. Uh, FedEx. Uh, sorry, MetLife Stadium. That's an easy one. Uh, yeah. Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is um, Highmark Stadium. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Pretty good. We're done playing this game. Dolphins? Uh, is uh, Hard Rock Stadium. There you go. There we go. Uh, golf? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. But why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! <laughs> the Hero World Challenge yeah. uh, little golf tournament today, uh, supporting the Tiger Woods Foundation, which will be fun. There's a couple Canadians in it. Also, Mike Weir, named the captain of the 2024 hey. President's Cup uh, for the international team. So congrats to uh, Mike. Love to see that. That's great. Uh, it's in Montreal, but the President's Cup is like, oh boy. Um, how can I compare the President's Cup to the Ryder Cup? Is it like the Grey Cup to the Super Bowl? A little bit. Yeah, I think that's a good comparison. Like I think it's, it's still like a the big Calder deal. Cup to the Stanley Cup. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah I like, like that. It's still, a, it's still a, a, an impressive feat, but it's not the... And they usually get The Gold Cup to over. the World Cup. Okay. Ask Maddie what the gold cup is. <laughs> what is what's the gold cup, Maddie? I assume it's a cup made out of gold. Well, it okay. is. Very yeah. Good. Okay. It's and good night and good luck to you, sir. All right. Uh, I'll read the sponsor. I'll get you out of that. It's like, you know, the Euro- you I know mean- how they have the European championships, the Euro? Yeah. The gold cup is the CONCACAF Euro. Okay. Like, it's the all the CONCACAF nations, Canada, Mexico. Next the summer. Woo. Yeah. And the, Panama. And the, Canada actually yeah. won that thing way back when in 2000, yeah. which was an incredible feat. Led by Craig Forrest. Jason Nett. DeVos. Oh. Yeah. Who'd they beat? Columbia. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Not. 2 0 at the Rose Bowl. Um, the morning report of the Rose Report brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Woof. The weather outside is indeed <laughs> frightful. Uh, and it's going to be frightful for our man, Alex Brody, who's, who's gearing up to go talk to our listeners. The people of Calgary, not maybe not necessarily our listeners, just the just the people of Calgary on what their favorite Christmas song is. Uh, he's gonna we're gonna send him out there. He's gonna make the trip. Maybe send him indoors somewhere. But before we do that, uh, we got to get you caught up on what is going on today at the World Cup. Let of me Qatar. hear that bang. Yeah, track. let's do it. Let's do it, Patty Demal. And the soccer report is brought to you by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty Pro all the way. So much drama, so little time from yesterday, so let's get through it. France already threw. They lost 1-0 to Tunisia. Uh, but over in the Australia-Denmark match, just minutes after Wabri Kosri opened the scoring for Tunisia, Matthew Leckie would score one of the biggest goals in Australian history. They beat Denmark, one of Maddie's picks, and a dark horse by many are going home as are Tunisia. Australia tie France on points, but finish second in the group. Over in Group C, the drama continued. Mexico facing the longest odds of anyone who advanced, needing to beat Saudi Arabia by three goals. And hope Poland lost Argentina. No scoring in either match in the first half. Second half, however, absolutely stunning football from both. Uh, these final group stage are some of the best in the entire tournament. Mexico got it to 2-0 and had all the pressure to try and get a third, but it wasn't enough. Saudi Arabia got a super late goal. Mexico wins 2-1. Argentina beats Poland 2-0. Poland go through on an even goal differential. Mexico out with minus one, and their streak of heading to the next round is snapped at seven tournaments, dating back to USA 94. France will take on Poland, and Argentina will take on Australia in the round of 16. Today, Canada will say goodbye to Qatar. 
looking for their first ever points at the tournament. And they have a chance to play spoiler against Morocco, who will advance with a draw. They can also get through if they lose. Croatia need to beat Belgium. Croatia get through with a win or a draw. If they lose, they can still get through if Canada beats Morocco. Belgium, they got the longest odds, needing a win. A draw may be enough, but again, depends on Canada getting the full three points against Morocco. Group E's matches go at noon. Uh, a draw will be enough uh, be enough to see them through. Uh, but if they lose, Costa Rica beat Germany. Spain will be heading home with their astonishing plus seven goal differential. Japan can move on with a win and a, or a draw. Uh, we'll also see them through, but Costa Rica and Germany also need a draw. If Costa Rica wins, Japan are out. Costa Rica, they'll move on with a win over Germany. A draw can see them through if Spain beat Japan. And Germany, they could be going home early for a second tournament in a row, which has never happened. They need a win over Costa Rica, and Spain need to beat Japan. Easier said than done when this entire group could either move on or go home. And that's the Soccer Report brought to you by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty, pro all the way. Great job, uh, Paddy Dumont. Uh, our technical director, Alex Brody's gearing up. He's going to leave the Doug Lacey Basement Systems downtown studio. It's warm go, in here. Yeah, to go talk to the uh, the people of Calgary. It's December 1st. Christmas music is now all over the place. Yes, it's sir. All, and we're going to ask uh, the people of Calgary live on the radio. We're going to check in with Alex the entire 7 o'clock hour. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas song? And if Alex doesn't know it, he's going to ask uh, the people of Calgary to sing a few Just bars. Just a couple too. bars. Yeah. Just the chorus, the hook. Uh, for the first time in the history of the big show, uh, Brody on the Beat Live, the best segment in Canadian radio. Not Canadian sports radio. I won't take no Canadian for an radio yep. is straight ahead. Oh, and Frank Saravalli. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about, Frank. NHL Insider, Daily Faceoff. Busy, busy program. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.